Welcome back to the Open Mic Podcast. It is 10.41, uh, so if somebody could please tell Hubert Davis the time, I'd really appreciate it. 10.41 on Monday night. I just got back from the Carolina game, uh, and I just I lied to you. I told you I was hoping to have this podcast done before this uh before that game uh and didn't didn't even come close um so here i am at ten forty at night trying to on monday night trying to get this ready for tuesday morning i really need to find another spot to park to park at carolina parking at the uh at the hospital just is just dumb there's no point at all in doing so the the traffic of getting out uh, at the hospital, it's just an absolute gridlock, absolute mess. So I need to find somewhere else to park. The let's see. Oh, one funny part uh, from the game. I, I was trying to pay attention to Jim Beheim in the uh, during overtime uh, because there was at one point during the game where like I was looking at him during uh, a timeout and like he just looked bored. Like he literally like put his head on his hand like this and I was just like bored out of his mind and then at one point and then in overtime he was fussing at one dude and then he looks I guess at the other Bayham not Buddy but whatever the other Bayham's name is and Jimmy oh okay Jimmy is his name Jimmy's saying something and I kid you not that Bayham goes hmm well, if you think it'll work, like I'm not John Boy, like I can't read lips well, and I was like in the upper, like fourth row of the upper deck, so I couldn't see for sure, but I'm fairly confident that Jim Beham said, "Well, if you think that'll work," I don't know if it did, um, but I, I don't, I don't think as the head coach you should be saying, "Well, if you, if you think that'll work," to a player. Just not something that I would necessarily recommend. Um, Hubert Davis decided to play. He technically played seven uh, today, uh, but Ryan McAdoo played two minutes. Uh, so we wouldn't really say that he played. Can't really say that he did play seven. He played six guys. Styles did not see the court, and I'm really trying to figure. I, I don't know why Styles hasn't seen the court at all. I don't think he's seen the. Did he see the court in the? The uh, NC State game, like I didn't get to watch it um, because of other stuff that I had to do on Saturday, so I never actually got to watch the NC State game. But he played six minutes in the NC State game. Like what? Like what happened? Like Styles was playing good, not really good minutes, but playing on a competitive, on a uh, consistent basis. Did he play against Louisville? Uh, where the heck did he go? He played four minutes against Louisville. I don't... Dontre Styles is just... His playing time has just disappeared. And I, and I don't really understand why. Um, remember when Adam Lucas... You know, I, I dedicated a good chunk of an episode recently to Adam Lucas saying it was waiting game. And now Dontre Styles needed to wait his turn. And every other f- uh, freshman player from Kinston had done so. And now we're... Look at this. Dontre Styles is, is waiting even longer now because he's not even playing anymore. Um, whatever. Uh, so let's see. How did Carolina do as a whole? 
Leaky, I thought Leaky Black played really good defense on Buddy Bayham. Buddy finished. Um, he did finish with 14 points, uh, but Leaky had three blocks. Leaky had seven assists, two turnovers. Like Leaky, Leaky had a really good game. He did have a really bad missed three. Um, I think towards the end of regulation, like he didn't didn't hit rim, didn't hit. It was he shot it from an angle. And somehow still managed to miss. I think he shot it from the wing. And so, you know, it's like a 45-degree angle straight to the basket. And he missed rim and backboard and shot over the rim. I don't I don't know how you can do that. But Leaky did. Leaky's old shooting ability is starting to rear its ugly head again. Although he did shoot two of five from three. But those three misses were horrendous. Um, but defensively, I thought Leaky played a really good game. Uh, Armando finished with 17 points. Good night. 18 rebounds. Uh, no turnovers. That's probably the first time Armando hadn't turned the ball over in a long time. Didn't really shoot the ball that well. 5 of 12. Um, but there was a couple times, and the ACC refs really showed their ugly head the, this game, as where like both teams, I think, were surprised that no foul was called, and I think that's what led to them missing a shot. Um, because uh, there was definitely one instance where Armando uh, did a power dribble, uh, got went up for a rebound, went down hard with the ball, started to come back up strong. Syracuse guy goes flying, and Armando looks like he kind of paused mid jump, mid shot, and then just completely missed. Terrible. Uh, ACC refs were absolutely, they were just terrible this game. There's a lot of somebody did. There was what we played. How many? minutes of basketball we played 45 minutes of basketball and only 24 fouls were called uh just for comparison the other day i was at the wake forest game for work they played louisville and how many fouls were called in that game and there was 43 fouls called in that game 43 fouls in 40 minutes that was a horrendous game to watch. All over the place with this particular episode. I'm going to try to keep it short today because like, I really like to get to bed at a decent hour. Uh, but I don't... Hubert didn't really attack... I told you to be curious to see how Hubert attacked the zone. He didn't really attacked the zone, I think, the way that I would have liked. I uh, got the win nonetheless. I mean, Carolina shot 36 threes. So they, made, they did get, what, they made 14 of them. Um, but it's like 36 threes. That's a lot of freaking three-pointers. Uh, and they still managed to shoot 20 free throws. Uh, and so, I mean, I get, look, that shows you're getting... You're getting to the basket somehow, um, or at least drawing like quality fouls once they're getting into the bonus, uh, and, and so they're still able to shoot a lot of free throws. But man, thirty-six threes to try to defeat the zone. Like if you have an off shooting night, you lose that game bad. Excuse me. Um, Syracuse had a guy, Cole Swider. Is that his name? He's a senior. Uh, evidently, he's filthy uh at least in this particular game he's dropped 36 points 
He was 7 of 11 himself from 3. So on the other side of that, Syracuse was 10 of 25 from 3. He was 7 of 11 by himself. I mean, Syracuse was, what, 3 of 14 the rest of the way. Um, That dude was, I think he had like 20-something at the half. He might have had like 22 at the half, and everybody else had like two points. It was crazy. Syracuse really leaned on him. He ended up fouling out. Um, and whining when he did, but it was clear that he fouled. Um, let's see. That win, that win was pretty big for Carolina, I think, because there towards the end, like Carolina, I thought had they didn't not start off well. They did not start the game well. Um, they let Syracuse kind of jump out to a pretty decent lead early on. Carolina clawed back. Uh, and then kind of took control towards the late of the first half and then started the second half again slow. Um, and then came back, uh, took the lead late, and then Syracuse hit a two-pointer, or Caleb Love hit an absolute... Man, Caleb Love, that freaking dude. I don't know. Caleb Love, like... He's evidently got a clutch gene, and, and, and I don't know how he's got it. don't know where it comes from. That dude needs to, like, not play for 38 minutes of a game and then sub him in the final two, and, like, he'll take over. He'll win. Like, he'll he'll put the team on his back, and he'll win. But I don't, I don't know what he does the other 38. I was actually impressed that, like, he didn't get to start that um, – Hubert went with R.J. Davis as a, as a start and made Caleb Love sit the bench in place for Ryan McAdoo today. But then I was also impressed that there was a solid stretch. I can't remember, maybe second half, I think, that Caleb Love wasn't on the floor, and Puff Johnson was. And R.J. was running the offense. Like, that was mind-boggling. I, I was shocked that Hubert kind of went that route. Um... But like Caleb, did, Caleb threw up a shot that it was towards the end of a shot clock, and I don't even think it hit. I think it hit the top of the backboard. It wasn't even close. But then he comes down like a couple of possessions later, and of course Carolina calls a timeout with like uh, 13 seconds or whatever it is. And I'm sitting here talking to the guy from work, and I'm like, they're going to give the ball to Caleb. Going to give the ball to Caleb, and like he's going to do something stupid. And he did. He shot it from like 45 feet and drained it. Makes absolutely no sense. We needed two points. Caleb Love shot a three-pointer from had to be at least 33 feet out. It was nuts. Swish. And then Syracuse goes and gets um, a two-pointer to to kind of tie it with one second left. Goes into overtime. And then Caleb Love kind of does a really good job in, in overtime too. But like, the other, he played 36 minutes, and I might have woke up my wife. Hold on one second. Okay, thankfully I did not wake up my wife. Uh, I just got a text message from her, and I was like, holy crap, am I being that loud? Uh, but thankfully, I did not do that. Um, but yeah, he throws up a wild shot. Uh, and at that, no, I'd already said that. So, Syracuse ties it, and then Caleb Love goes and balls out like towards in, in overtime. I don't. I don't, I don't understand Caleb Love. Caleb Love is 
an enigma when it comes to uh, just, I guess, any basketball player at Carolina. Like, he is almost worthless. And sometimes uh, more beneficial for the other team for the first three quarters of a game. And then the last five minutes or so, like, he can flip a switch and all of a sudden, like, he takes over. Like, he does not lack confidence. And obviously that's a great thing, but, like, sometimes... Sometimes it's mind-boggling and frustrating. Like, he shot 4 of 12 from 3. Like, that's... But 5 of 5 from the free throws when we needed him to. He had 3 assists. He didn't have a turnover. Um, while on the flip side, my, when I keep saying R.J. Davis needs to run point, and R.J. had 5 assists and 4 turnovers. Um, and even he didn't necessarily shoot from 3 all that great, but he was, he was 5 5'11", 5'11", still better than 4 of 12. Um, Brady Manick, 3 of 6. Like, they chucked up some threes today. As I mentioned earlier, Carolina needed this win, and it looked like when when Syracuse had the lead, it's, I think it was 71-70 with 13 seconds left in the game. I thought, I didn't really have a lot of confidence that, like, that Carolina would be able to win it um, or get a quality shot in and they did. Caleb, well, I don't know if you can call a 35-footer a quality shot. Caleb Love made it. But I thought a loss right there would have probably sent Carolina straight to the NIT. Thankfully, it didn't. They lived to hopefully compete Saturday against Duke. Um, and then hopefully, you know, I think, I don't know. Let's see what the ACC standings are. Like, I, I think they should have put themselves in a pretty good spot to keep a top four spot in the ACC. Yeah, the worst they can finish in the ACC is 14-6. and six. Um, And that should put them pretty good. That should put them pretty good in keeping them in the top four. I don't know for sure. I probably should have done a little bit better job going into this, but that should put them in the top four, which means they've got a double bye going in the ACC. And which means, let's see, they would go in, it looks like, as the three, maybe the four, uh, depending on how Miami does for the next couple of days because Miami would have the tiebreaker over Carolina in the head-to-head. Uh, but they looks like they've solidified a double bye. Uh, best they can finish is 14-5. Worst they can finish is 13-6. and six. Um I really think they've got to go into Durham this week and they've got to compete, though, because I know if they do not compete against Duke, then they're not helping themselves. I think they are, by every stretch of the imagination, or at least according to everybody who's like a bracketologist, uh, is a bubble team. But, like, I think a 22-8 and Carolina team that was competitive in their losses is not a bubble team. The problem is a 22-8 and Carolina team has four – this 22-8 and Carolina team has four 20-point losses and that's what makes them a bubble team because they haven't beat anybody and like there are teams ahead of them that have um, Michigan should not be on the bubble Michigan's 15 and 12 like you can't be 15 and 12 and make the NCAA tournament like I'm sorry um, but Michigan like is evidently higher than them in the Kim Palm stuff and this is where sometimes Kim Palm can be like a head scratcher um and then I'm trying to see if there's any potential other bubbles in front of them. And there probably is. I just don't know who they are off the top of my head. Uh, 
but then you've got let's see Oregon's creeping up at 63 Miami or Miami's at 63 Oregon's at 64 where's in the world is SMU I thought that said Duke at 88 but that says Drake um Carolina, let's see. If Carolina gets the double bye, that means they'll probably be playing somebody between Virginia, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, and Florida State and Louisville in their first game. And they've beat Virginia, they've beat Virginia Tech, they've now beat Syracuse, they beat Florida State, uh, they beat Louisville twice, they beat Clemson, um, they beat Boston College, they beat NC State, they beat Georgia Tech. The only person that's ranked that is below them that they haven't beat. Uh, other than Miami and Wake Forest at four and five is Pittsburgh at twelve. Um, so Carolina's got some games. They they should be able to at least win one game in ACC tournament, get themselves to the to what that would be the semifinals. Um, yeah, no, yeah. And so Carolina's played themselves into an opportunity to do some to try to sneak something in the ACC tournament. It's just whether or not they, this team will actually show up. Um, we'll see, though. Uh, don't really have any other kind of feedback from this current game because, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, I don't... I don't, in, I guess, analyze a game as much as I should when I'm watching it from the stands as I do from the couch. Uh don't really know why, uh, but it is what it is. In football news, though, uh, remember way back when I told you there were, I had a cons- uh, conspiracy theory about offensive line coach Stacy Searles uh, being let go um, because his daughters were uh, private on Instagram, and I thought that was weird because like his daughters are typical millennial attractive females that want attention and have thousands of followers on Instagram. So, like, thought that was weird. Well, today he was uh, expected to take the job at Georgia, or rumored to take the same job at Georgia, which I find funny because, like, it seems like a downgrade for Georgia. Obviously a promotion for him. Like, by all means, definitely go to the national champ. But has Georgia been watching... Did Georgia watch Carolina's offensive line this past year? Like, you want that coach? Yeah, they can run the ball. Or they could still technically run the ball, but, like, they also gave up a lot of sacks. And if you give up that many sacks in the SEC, you ain't winning. Um, But good for him. So he's gone. Carolina's going to be looking for a new offensive line coach. It'll be interesting to see what Mac does there. Uh, I did text my buddy Jordy uh, because, like, we had kind of had our own little side rant one day because he, he said he – New Coach Searles, if, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name, but he knew him, said he was a nice guy, but like, um, kind of agreed with everything that I had said about the offensive line. Said he had the same issues at Georgia when he was at Georgia originally. I think he was at Georgia one time with Mark Rick. And then I texted Jordy that today, kind of interested to see what his reaction would be, and he was like all for it. So don't know where you really stand there, Jordy. Uh, that's pretty much it today. Um, I'm trying to keep it short because I really don't want to stay up for another 30, 45 minutes editing this and then trying to get it posted when it's already 11 o'clock at night. Um, appreciate you tuning in. I know I was all over the place. This was kind of a, a wild um, 
or just a kind of a rapid reaction, kind of anything that was coming to my mind as I came home from this game. Um, Carolina gets the W, and at this point, that's all that matters. Carolina moves to 22-8, and eight, I believe. Um, and, you know, as much as I rag on Hubert Davis, he still won 22 games. Is it a, an impressive schedule? Uh, no. But he still won 22 games. Um, so I have to give him credit for that. Now I just need him to compete Saturday against Duke. Just compete, dude. Like, make it a good game. Don't lose by 20 again. Please do not lose by 20 again. Um, go into Cameron, compete, give herself a chance. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I will talk to you next Tuesday. Remember to follow the show on Instagram. At the Open Mic Pod, we're on YouTube at the Open Mic Podcast with Mikey Morrison. Facebook at the Open Mic Pod, Twitter at the Open Mic Pod. Please rate, subscribe, comment, like, do all that stuff. Let me know if there are other things that I need to be covering. Let me know your thoughts uh, on how Carolina's done. Like it's been a, definitely a roller coaster of a season, um, but. Hopefully they've still got a, a, a few more games left in them, a few more wins left in them before this season's over. Can they get to 25? Can they get to 25 wins? To get to 25 wins, you've, let's see, yeah, that means you beat Duke, win first game in the ACC, win the second game in the ACC tournament. That means you make it to the ACC championship. So don't think they'll beat Duke. Don't think they'll make it to the ACC C championship. So maybe that's a good question to end on. Does Carolina get to 25 wins this year? We'll find out, I guess. I'll talk to you next Tuesday.